Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Kreisberg, Executive Director of the Teleosis Institute. I'd like to welcome you to conversations on the future of health coaching. I'm very excited today to have Dr. Francine Gayor, a physician and executive director and founder of the Physician Coaching Institute, a, a, a physician coach and coach training organization. It's actually, I'm really excited to hear a lot about it because the, the idea of a certified physician development coach, which is the credential that you get by training with Dr. Gayor at the Physician Coaching Institute, is uh, it's a very unique skill and something needed. And then she has a book that's going to come out, a, a new version of the book called The Physicians Reinvent Thyselves. So uh, for the future of health coaching, this is going to be a fascinating conversation. So welcome. Joel, it's my pleasure to be here and thank you so much for inviting me to speak to you and, and to your audience. Thank you for being here. You know, of course, we start with the idea of you were a clinical physician, and now you've sort of really developed this whole coaching career and coaching academy, and you want to, and you're teaching physicians. So how'd you make that change? Tell us this, how you got here. <laughs> I, I always say it was the natural development of events, <laughs> uh, or, or the invisible hand of God that guided me. Well, I'm an internist by training. And I practiced internal medicine in the Puget Sound region for, gosh, 10 plus years full time. And, um, but my background undergraduate work was in biomedical engineering. And during my time in clinical practice, I always thought it would be really cool to do something with my biomedical engineering background and medicine. And uh, lo and behold, in my hometown of where I was practicing of Seattle, there was a healthcare technology company that was looking for a physician to be their medical director. And I heard about this position and, and uh, joined them as a software company, one of the very first ones that was developing the electronic health record. And that kind of got me into the world of business, which I absolutely love. I love technology, but I really like business as well. So I have uh, slowly uh, I practiced part-time for about another five to eight years, uh, but became a, the, their full-time medical director, then joined another technology company after that, mm -hmm. and then uh, developed my own consulting firm that focused on healthcare technology, cultural transformation, and uh, physician adoption of technology. And that's what got me interested in this whole area of leadership, transformational leadership, change management and which ultimately led to coaching because all, all the transformation are going to require a coach interesting so there's because i mean puget sound and the seattle region is a tech area so there's a lot of innovation there so it sounds like because of innovation you actually sort of ended up learning leadership and coaching skills but somewhere in there you really jumped into coaching so had that what, tell me about that well, uh, it was very much uh, an accidental thing. I, I was never aware that coaching was a profession. I didn't even know it was a thing. Um, I had already been in my consulting practice maybe about a year, but I had what I had observed about myself when I was medical director for these two health healthcare technology companies was, you know, my main role was to be the liaison to the chief medical officers and the chief medical information officers of our mm -hmm. health system. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my interactions were about leadership. 
because wow. they, were, they were charged with leading a very big initiative, which was the EMR rollout. Mm-hmm. And for many of them, it was the first time, you know, this was what, 20 years ago. Well, mm-hmm. when that kind of stuff was new, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was a very big initiative for them. So a lot of our interaction was about how to move something this big forward, but not from a technology perspective, from a leadership perspective. Right. Communication. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I got very interested in communication. I got interested in transformation. I took courses in transformation. Um, and I ended up having a lot of one-on-one time with these physicians. And I remember one vacation. This was actually a vacation. I, uh, I had a couple of phone calls from two physicians that I did not know, but they were referred by other physicians who I had worked with in the tech industry and they said, you know, so-and-so suggested I give you a call. <laughs> right. And the call was really just about their career and kind of sorting them, sorting things out, you know, yeah. how to think about themselves, where they were, uh, choices they're about to make, frustrations with uh, what they were experiencing in their career. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's the first time that I, I think I really realized that I – I had something to offer. I didn't know that coaching was a thing, but I had a framework for how to talk to physicians. I called it the, the three dimensions of professional fulfillment. Ah, nice. And uh, it was a framework that I used to help them think through where they were in their career, where they were in their leadership trajectory. Right, right, right. Um, I remember telling my husband, gee, I sure wish I could turn this into a business. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Ah. And, he, and he connected me with this woman who happened to be in the world of uh, organizational development. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she says, well, gee, what it sounds like what you're doing is coaching. And ah. I said, well, what's coaching? Mm-hmm. And, and her definition of coaching, uh, when she shared her definition of coaching, I thought, wow, that's it. That's what I want to do. <laughs> but her definition of coaching, and it wasn't hers, actually, I think this comes from CTI, uh, the Coaches Training Institute, one of the biggest training institutes in the country, Um, but they described coaching as deepening the understanding, furthering the action. Mm. Deepening the understanding, furthering the action, and I thought, wow, that, that sings to me. Right. No, and, and it does. But that's I love that. And then, of course, you were with physicians. So that's a, and so that grew. Apparently, you yes. working with physicians. So more physicians started coming to you, or you decided you wanted to go out and actually, you know, create a business around physician coaching. Well, when I when I spoke with her and she she uh, shared this definition, I thought, wow, this is what I want to do. And it just so happened that at that time there was just a handful of coach training organizations in the country. One of them happened to be literally 10 miles away from me. Mm-hmm. And they happened to start a new co- training cohort that, that week. I mean, literally the, the next week. So mm-hmm. I thought, all right, this was absolutely meant to be synchronicity. And so I enrolled in coach training at that point. This was the mm-hmm. Academy for Coach Training. Mm-hmm. And, um, got my coach training, went through their, uh, their process. And at that time, I was one of actually only two physicians I knew of that were going through, you know, that I knew were going to be co- coaches. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I knew that I wanted to coach physicians. I even wrote down my intention, which was to coach physicians through transformation. Right. Nice. 
Right. So you got trained formally as a coach. And just, uh, you know, the listeners know that wasn't health coaching. That wasn't leadership. I mean, that was just coaching. That's, you know, ICF based coaching, International Coach Federation. Yes. So you got the training, but you brought it back to the healthcare industry. Yes, I was very clear. I wanted to coach physicians. One of the coach physicians. And so, so then you started, so this was still, you didn't have an institute yet. You were actually just in practice, basically coaching. Right. So I developed, uh, and in addition to my consulting practice, I uh, started offering coaching, you know, executive coaching, leadership coaching, career coaching for right. physicians. And that became a pretty significant part of my, you know, independent consulting coaching uh, business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, a question right there is, and so did you feel, I mean, how were you met? I mean, was that something that, that people, you know, got excited about or there was challenges at, at, at coaching physicians? I mean, at that early phase. Well, um, you know, initially the way I built my practice, I, 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 I tapped into some of the health systems locally. I mean, I let them know that I was a coach available mm -hmm. to coach physicians, but I, I actually tapped into the internet more, more than anything, you know, can you, can you imagine uh, uh, 15 years ago before Facebook, right, <laughs> before right. all the social media, yeah. uh, uh, I actually built a pretty big presence on the internet. You know, I yeah. actually took a class on how to optimize uh, your internet presence. And I, I, I knew that physicians would not be looking for a coach because that, that was a newfangled thing, right? But I knew physicians would be on the internet looking for resources, for ideas, for information that would, you know, if they're feeling stuck or frustrated, that they might be searching for something. And so I really thought about, you know, what, what, what do I want my uh, internet presence to, to say? What do, what do I want that conversation between me and physicians to be? Nice. Uh, and how do I want to attract physicians to me as a coach mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that makes sense and so and so and so and then people obviously found you and you coach them and so but the, it's interesting because you can so you can coach for, for partly you have leadership skills so you can coach them on becoming you know having more skills and taking on uh, uh different roles as a physician and at the other side there's always the topic that bumps into is how do you deal with what's not working right now as a physician Right. I imagine that sometimes people call it burnout, but at this stage, that's become kind of a more common subject. I mean, is our, our, our physicians coming to see you with, with this idea of the unhappy with what's happening today for themselves? Um, in the early days of my practice, I marketed myself as a career fulfillment coach. Mm -hmm. And as a coach, I have to tell you that I... Uh, avoid using the word burnout. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> where, where we're going, where my clients and I are going, where they want to go, they want to go towards joy. Yeah. Uh, in the early days, you know, I, I used to, I, I've always used the word uh, professional fulfillment, satisfaction. And I have found that physicians who choose to a coach who step up to the plate to, to work with a coach they may be feeling burnt out. They may be feeling dissatisfied, but there is absolutely a spark in them that says, I know that I am able to achieve more than this, better than this. Mm -hmm. And it's that spark that I want to ignite 
And so the language that I use, have used on my website or the language that I use in my writing, it really needs to be, and this is a, you know, basically a, a tip for any, anyone in your, in your audience who's also a coach, uh, the language of possibility mm -hmm. is very attractive to physicians because mm -hmm. they've always been optimistic, forward-looking people. And can you imagine, you know, physicians who spent, uh, you know, so many years of their life in training and many physicians don't get out of their fellowship until they're in their early to mid thirties. And so if they are feeling disappointed with their career, you know, at, at age 40 or 45, it's a deep, deep disappointment. And so to use the language of optimism and possibility, you know, they remember what it was like to be excited about their career mm -hmm. and they don't need to be reminded about burnout. I don't need to give them statistics about burnout. I find that completely not helpful. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I, I like your energy. I mean, in other words, you're, you're, you're reflecting the opportunity and the joy in their life that they that yeah. brought them into medicine to begin with. And the possibility of, of reclaiming it, recasting themselves, reframing how you know how they doctor so so the early days of my coaching was very much around what I call career fulfillment mm -hmm. but I have to tell you that a lot of physicians who came to me for coaching thought that they wanted to leave clinical practice mm -hmm. because for many of them you know if they're unhappy uh, they really didn't see any other way to remedy the situation you know it was like it was like in their mind the only thing you can do is was bail and um, and that's not you know that's absolutely not the case. It's it's actually so many things you can do to reclaim the not, not only the art of medicine but the art of your life. No, absolutely. So no, I I really appreciate it. And you know it's you know you, yeah I can hear your coach training. It's the you know it's not really reframing. We just start from the possibilities and you know tap into the you know those that those elements that want to. Seek more joy, which is sounds great. And so, so you, you know, you were working with physicians, and then somewhere along the way, then this, this, you know, physicians coach institute showed up. So you wanted to start teaching other people to work to do your work in a way. It's correct. Yeah. So uh, I had been coaching for about four years, and I was approached by other coaches who were very curious about a physician who was a coach <laughs> coaching other doctors because uh, at least in, in my you know neck of the woods and I think in the country I was a kind of a rare commodity I mean just a, an odd bird of a, a physician who was no longer in practice that's pretty rare to begin with mm -hmm. but a physician who's now coaching and coaching other physicians and then I also had a pretty big internet presence because I had already learned to optimize the, the internet and uh, so I had coaches approach me curious about what I was doing, what I was learning about coaching physicians. Maybe they had maybe had an opportunity to coach somebody in healthcare or coach physicians, and they wanted to kind of know more about it. And so I initially mentored a handful of people. And then I put together what I call a very small, like version 1.0 of the coaching institute, which was just a three-month kind of a mentorship and then after I had about a dozen individuals go through that mentorship program, they really pushed me to develop a more full-blown uh, coach training. Right. And I really had never thought of myself as being a coach trainer, but I realized that I had taken a lot of the tools, coaching tools from my own uh, coach training, and I had modified them to work for with physicians. In addition, I had created some specific tools and structures that I thought would be 
useful just for physicians because I, you know, I'm one, I, <laughs> I think like them. Uh, I'll, it, we have, you know, unique ways that we, that we learn. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, the, and so 2007 is when I uh, launched this much more robust six month coach training program that is the Physician Coaching Institute. And we started uh, granting the Certified Physician Development Coach Credential. And then in 2008, we were approved by the International Coach Federation, which is the national accreditation body that um, grants uh, approval. So we are approved a training program for continuing coach education. So I'm very proud about the, um, you know, the Physician Coaching Institute and and over the years, now these, I, I only take, you know, at most two cohorts a year. These are small groups, you know, mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we've had about 120 or 130 uh, coaches go through the program in that time. Yeah, it sounds fabulous. Actually, I can't resist just reading this little piece from the website. Uh, as it, it says, this is from the, the uh, uh, Physician Coaching Institute. This is the homepage on it. It says, as a doctor, nurse, clinician, or healthcare member looking for a coach who can help you, Bullet. Become a more effective and influential leader. Develop your career potential or make a, a change in your professional life. Act on your entrepreneurial idea on, or, cre or creating additional streams of income. And find joy, career contentment, and fulfillment you once had. You know, it really frames a lot of what you just said. It's like you're, you're coaching, but you're, you're, you're wanting to train other people, other coaches or other clinicians in some way to have these skills and to bring them back into whatever way, you know, whatever healthcare sector they want to bring it back to. Right. Do you find that you're, that, that the folks coming in go, they, they go on to do new and different things. So they go back to what they were doing before with a new attitude. Is there, what, what happens after they've, they've done this training out of, curi out of curiosity? Well, the, uh, so I, I'm, I'll make a distinction. There are individuals, physicians that I coach, you know, who are coaching clients. Yeah. And then there are the coaches who go through our, our program. Right, 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 right. The advanced right. credential. And of the coaches who go through the program, mm -hmm. about, about uh, a third are physicians and about mm -hmm. two thirds are not physicians. Mm -hmm. so right. Right, so that means the not physicians are, are coming to get trained to work with physicians. As are the physicians. And the physicians are trained, but they're already, they could be clinicians who want to work with physicians. Yeah, that makes sense. So they're both. Yeah. yeah. And it, you know, it's, and it's funny because um, they both ask the same question. I mean, they ask many questions, but one question they, uh, they always ask is, do you think the physicians will accept me as mm. a coach? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the physicians ask that, and so do the non-physicians. Right. I would imagine I could ask you to answer that question, but I'm going to guess is they will. It's, they will. Yes, they will. They clearly have accepted you, but you're seeing your, your, your graduates being successful in the market. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, when I look at the, the, what the graduates are doing, you know, the, everyone's coming from a very different, interesting, diverse background. And I always say that I'm not the only instructor. I, they are learning from each other as well. You know, we have had individuals who have been in healthcare leadership, healthcare administration, organizational development. Maybe um, uh, we've had a few uh, physician leaders. We've had practitioners. So it's a real, a really interesting mix. We've had individuals who were 
in industry as executive coaches and then discovered healthcare, became coaches within healthcare, the executive team, and then decided they would love to coach physicians. So, so they've got real broad industry background. So it's a really a fascinating and, and very yeah. diverse group of, of uh, Well, I'm sure it's very diverse, which is lovely that way. In other words, different sectors and people backgrounds and the, the whole range. I'm curious, you use this word development, certified physician development coach. So I'm cur- I want to know how you, what you mean by the word development in that phrase. You know, I should ask you, what do you think when you hear physician development? I'm curious, what do you think? Well, you can ask me that. That's fair. Okay, that's a, nicely done. Thank you. That's a, a coaching a maneuver. I, you know, I, I have two uses for development. I mean, I use development in more of a psychological development. I develop new skills. I grow. It's a developmental approach. And so if I applied it to physician development, it's like I'm learning to coach physicians and help them develop in whatever way as a coach is meaningful for them. So it's not, I need them to develop my way. I want them to develop in their own, their own self-identified path. There you go. I like that answer. <laughs> Thank you. How would you answer it now that you got me to answer it? <laughs> I, I, I like your answer. I, I, uh, I, you know, when I first came up with the, I, uh, the name of the certification, I actually thought a lot about, what would that certification be? And, and I thought for a couple of reasons. One is uh, coaching, as you know, and your audience will know, that you know, the, the strict definition of coaching by the International Coach Federation is that coaching is peer-to-peer, mm. peer-to-peer interaction. Yeah. If, you, if you're a physician and you're good at talking to patients, that's not coaching. You may do some health coaching, but it's not peer-to-peer. It's you know, I'm the physician. I know more than you, the patient. Um, and I, so I didn't want it to, didn't want physicians to think it was like that. The other, the other thing is I didn't, uh, I wanted to make sure that the certification for anybody who went through the program and for physicians who would be coached by a certified physician development coach, that they know it's also not a, a punitive process they're going through. Um, they're not, um, uh, if, if a physician is going to be is given a coach, an executive coach, they should look at it as a, as a perk, right? This is a perk. Um, mm-hmm. it's a wonderful opportunity. It's not, a, hey, you're in trouble. We're going to get you some help. <laughs> no, that, I love that. In other words, you know, it's, a, it, it's growing your skills and growing your, 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 you know, you're facilitating new ways of being, I guess, is one language. You know, in a, a simple way, it's about professional development, right. and physicians know all about professional development. We're we're very attuned to that. We're, we we commit to it. We get nervous if we can't go to a conference once a year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. But it's a different set of skills than clinical skills. It's uh, it's uh, expansive skills. I mean, leadership is a good word. I guess it would be good to to, to just to be clear, because I mean, I, I, mo- I mean, most of my audience has been health coaching, but. You know, leadership is, uh, in the traditional coaching world, is a common place for coaches. But in the health coaching world, that may be a new word. So what, so what does uh, physician leadership look like? Uh, what does physician leadership look like? Well, some unique aspects about physician leaders. Um, you know, and the analogy I use is often, uh, if, you, if you look at somebody who's a chief medical officer of a very large health system, I mean, you know, multi-billion dollar health system, 
uh, and I've had a few clients who have been chief medical officers like that, and mm -hmm. maybe they're going to be charged with quality, maybe technology. Uh, they're expected to uh, engage thousands of physicians who are part of that health system, mm -hmm. right? So they're mm -hmm. expected to accomplish a lot. But if you look at that physician, chief medical officer, they might have only four people who report to them. I mean, only four people who they can hire, fire, do anything. Everybody else, these thousands of physicians that they have to engage and right. from, they physicians, by and large, they do that through their authentic presence. You know what I call authentic leadership. Mm -hmm. Compare that now. Compare that now to somebody at um, Microsoft who's maybe at a similar level, they're a vice president of product development. And they also have a multi-billion dollar portfolio, uh, but they have a, a staff, an immediate report staff of maybe 12, and those 12 have another 50. So they may have a department of several thousand people. In other words, a lot more what's called hierarchical leverage, meaning move departments, they can reorganize, they can hire, they can fire. There's a lot that they can do that does not require them becoming very good at communication and authentic leadership. So physicians, I think, have that very unique um, charge of always, their number one charge always is leading change, always. Right, interesting. And they're expected to do it on a big, grand scale with almost no levers except their ability to communicate. Mm. Wow, that's what you know. I can. I, I'm glad you. I asked that question. I felt like I was. I was, you know, asking a too slanted of a question. But you, that really is true. I hadn't really thought of it, and I can, you can really see how your training and your hist, your what you you're able to bring to a specific um, understanding about the physician role that allows you to coach at a, a very um, you know, a powerful level, right? I mean, I think that's really true because I don't think usually, you know, one of the things I notice. I mean, I'm a medical family too. My wife's a family physician is that, you know, clinicians often, you know, move up within the system of healthcare, but they don't necessarily have the skill sets for where they're moving up to. Right. Right. And you're describing being able to help them get those skill sets. Right. Absolutely. Yes. And that's really, yeah, go ahead. I had a, a physician leader, a client, and his CEO, his CEO interviewed me before the client interviewed me because the CEO <laughs> was very intent on the success of, the, of his CMO. And something that the CEO said really uh, was quite, quite vivid. And he said, you know, this physician leader has only been a physician leader for five years. And that is true because the physician went from being vice president of medical affairs at a medium hospital, then was chief medical officer at a, like a multi-hospital system, and then became chief medical officer of this very, very large, like 30-some hospital system. Okay, wow. yeah. Five, yeah. five, six years. He says, this person's going to be sitting at the table, you know, the executive table with 10 other people and those 10 other people, which are all executive vice presidents as well, each of them have run a hospital network for at least 15 to 20 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And now this physician is going to be on a peer level with them. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, and he was very aware of the dynamics and, and he was very much aware of the, 
the burden and the, uh, you know, accountability that this physician was going to have. So it's kind of a very uphill learning, you know, very steep learning curve for physician leaders. Yeah, it's a, it's a big deal, but it is a real need for training and someone who has the kind of experience that you're bringing. You, what I hear is that you went and, I mean, partly your history led you to being in these roles, and then you went and trained and, and got, you know, a bunch of skills. I mean, I've been, you know, reading a lot of your website and history, appreciative inquiry training. I mean, you've done a lot of training, right? And so, but you keep describing yourself as a coach, Right. You know, and as someone who is able to work with this audience and now and did you find that that training other people to, to, to be coaches the way you coach has helped you? You've gained skills as a coach from having to teach others. Um, that's a great question. I. Um, I, I learn a lot from our cohort members, those who come through the Physician Coaching Institute. I, I learn a lot in terms of uh, what they're picking up, you know, like, like radar in their, or in their community or their health system. Um, I, I have probably have learned more about uh, how to shape the program and how to be maybe more... Um, what I have found that coaches appreciate is uh, kind of more uh, like a packaged approach, you know, to say, here's a physician coaching program. Mm -hmm. Here's the beginning part, here's the middle part, here's the end part, here are the tools and the structures that go in the box, here's how, how, how you enroll a client. So having it more, um, I think, easier for them to implement in their own organization has been a big uh, kind of learning for me because I used to be more, you know, here are some tools and structures, go go forth and use them in the way that you want yeah. uh, rather than being more, I would say, prescriptive, you know, saying there's yeah. four phases, this is what you do in phase one, phase two, phase three, and phase four. So I, I think they appreciate th that um, being more, I hate to use the word prescriptive, but I'm a physician, so I'll use that. <laughs> well, no, I, actually, you know, this is, thank you for, it's interesting for you to say that because I'm noticing that, I mean, you know, our, our institute's three years into training and we're, we're finding that the audience likes that and responds well to the structured program. It's, you know, at first it was like, well, that's not what we're teaching. We're teaching how to create programs from scratch for everybody. Right. You know, and but the, the, the need is particularly, I think, in the healthcare community is for a certain amount of structure. Yes. That's and already kind of defined. It doesn't mean you don't individualize it for your clients, but there is a kind of a meta structure. And so you're saying that that's that's something that you've learned from you know teaching it, that that helps. Yes. To provide. Yes. To provide that to provide more structure. And I think that reflects more my own personality than anything is because mm -hmm. I am. Uh, very creative, and I uh, personally don't want too much structure uh, imposed on me, and so I think I refrain from that, mm -hmm. but I had to uh, acknowledge that, you know, my blind spot is that sometimes I can be too conceptual, mm -hmm. and I want, and if people want more meat on the bones in terms of exactly mm -hmm. what to do when, when it comes to the, the coaching program. Mm -hmm. and do I you too. <laughs> well, that's what I was just about to ask. Do you find that the clients like that, you know, the idea of, I mean, I, my example of that is, is, you know, I offer all my client, you know, I'm doing clinical care, but I offer all my clients 
program and it used to be i used to say about half take half want to do it and half don't want to do it and now i say actually 80 to 90 percent are just doing the coaching program and the question is am i offering it differently am i showing up and saying here's what it is differently than i did two or three years ago oh yeah that's you know know, so there's a clarity about programs that really help i think you know it's like you really this is the beginning it's the middle the end this was how long it's going to take this is what we're going to do here's the phases and you know it's part of the whole kind of pitch right and i actually and and for my coaching program this is for my when i coach my individual physicians i have for many years i've had a very specific and well-described coaching program it's six months we start off with a two and a half day kickoff uh, and then we coach by, you know, I do 360 interviews for my physicians, 360 uh, interviews of their direct reports and supervisors. And then we go through implementation coaching in the middle. Uh, I do some upfront assessments and inventory. So it's, it's actually quite uh, structured, although there's lots of room in there for organic coaching. So I've always done that, but it was, I, he- I hesitated with the Physician Coaching Institute to be too prescriptive saying, here is how you should do it, you know, do it exactly like me. But mm-hmm. I had so many coaches asking me, well, well, what do you do for two and a half days at the front end with your, with your physician clients? Because right. that was pretty unusual. And, and so I started walking them through that. And then I made that part of the training program about how to conduct a two and a half day client kickoff. Interesting. So you do that with the clients, the two and a half day kickoff. Yes. Wow. Huh. Yeah, they fly to uh, Seattle where I am. So, huh. yeah. well, I would have to take your class to find out exactly what that is. I don't want you to give away all the secrets. No, it's not a secret. I mean, I'm happy to share what I do, but it's uh, that two and a half days. But no, but it's a big deal. In other words, you're asking for a big commitment up front, right? Yeah. And that's important to the process and to get a lot of contact, a lot of buy in, a lot of, you know, you're, it's a big investment. Well, you know what it is? It's one of those things that when I went through my own coach training program, I took away, took from it a lot of things that were going to be very useful for me as a coach who works with physicians. And I rejected a few things that I thought, mm, somehow I just don't see this for physicians. But one of the things that I did was I made that very first you know, client kickoff or client uh, intensive initially I made it three hours and then I expanded it to one day and I asked the client to fly to where I am. Then I decided, no, I really want two days. And then I decided, no, I want two and a half days. Wow. And it's all about physicians. You know, there's something about, uh, it's absolutely critical, I think, to have that intense time to connect, to get to, for me to get to know the client. And for physicians, it is so um, amazing for them to get away from what I call their their habitat, <laughs> get them out of their city, somewhere yeah. else where they have two and a half days of me time, where they are just they're there for themselves. Right, right. I've had so many physicians say, you know, I've never had this amount of time just for me, and somebody's uh, you know just listening to me for two and a half days. I mean, even for one day would be uh, plenty. So for them, it's uh, it's, it's both a, like a mental exercise, right? Because there's where I'm interviewing and I'm talking to them, but it's also kind of a physical experience of getting themselves out of their city, out of their town, mm-hmm. in a different area. And, and it, it is kind of retreat-like. 
Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's an immersion. Um, you know, that's it. Sounds powerful that you're. You know, you're able. You know, I love. I hadn't thought about it that way. I mean, I know that's how programs often work. You know, you put twelve people in a room together. I don't know if that's how your your school does it. You. I know you do a, a weekend or a two and a. a yeah, for the for the coaching institute, when I yeah. have a cohort of coaches, we always kick off uh, two days on site together. Right, and so the, and but but to do it for the individual client, it just sounds really powerful. And once again, I you know because your energy is so you know so, it's such a healthy coach energy. You're you you're, you're, you're it's very positive. It's looking under the covers for where all the opportunities are, where the positive charges are. It's sort of yeah. staying away from the rabbit holes too much. I mean, it doesn't mean you ignore them, but you know there's something that and most uh, you know especially for physicians, you know there you know if you get their habitat is so intensely structured and so full of a, a lot of you know repetitious and challenging moments yes well and, and they're often surrounded with uh, people who are more than happy to commiserate right right exactly exactly so they come back you know i imagine that that's a great kickoff yes. you know for an individual client yeah Wow. It does. Thank you for sharing that particular piece. It's like it really it gives just a sense of your flavor as a professional coach and specifically physicians. Right. Because that's, you know, that's what we're describing. And so once again, the, you know, the, your, the, the Physician Coach Institute is you training predominantly coaches to work with health care professionals, essentially, and right. leadership in that setting. And so tell us a little bit about the program. What would you say is a uh, is, uh, is, is, is special or unique about the way you train coaches? Um, well, it's a, it's a, it's a small, small cohort, number one. Uh, you know, I, I say we have an, uh, an intermediate to advanced coach training because the individuals who come into the program, you know, in our public program, uh, I expect that they already have some essentials of coaching under their belt, maybe about, you know, 25 to 30 hours of coach training mm -hmm. through an ICF type of program. So because we don't teach them foundational skills. So what we do is when they come into the program, we are going to add coaching concepts, tools, and structures to their coach's toolkit. So these are coaching concepts and tools for working specifically with physicians. Mm -hmm. Always the physician context. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that's unique that, that uh, these are small cohorts and this is all very much focused on physician coaching. So they're going to be uh, building that expertise or adding it an expertise to a coaching expertise they already have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, the, the curriculum itself, um, you know, I, I look at it as uh, six different, different proficiencies that they're going to acquire. And the, the first proficiency is, is, is all about healthcare and change, but from the coach's mindset. And this is actually quite, quite a stretch for physicians, for physicians who become coaches. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's, it's very easy to fall into the trap when they're coaching, very easy to, to fall into a trap of commiseration. If they're listening to another physician, they need to stay in coach mode which doesn't mean that you're arm's length or that you don't uh, appreciate what they're saying, but having a coach mindset is different than, than uh, empathy. In fact, you know, you may have heard this before, but you know, empathy is, is not enough. You know, empathy is not coaching. 
moving a client forward, having them understand and move forward, that's coaching. Right. So the first kind of proficiency is all around healthcare and change and the, what we call the, the coaching mindset. Uh, and then the second proficiency is all around coaching physician fulfillment. And so we have tools that address the physician's cognitive, analytical, kind of left brain. And then we also have coaching tools that address the physician's right brain, what I call the, you know, the uh, expansive, creative part of them. You know, you probably are aware of this and maybe your own experience would validate this, but physicians, many of my clients are amazing uh, musicians, artists, accomplished, creative people. And as a coach, it's fantastic to coach them, to find some portal, I call it the portal, their, you know, to who they are using right brain tools. Well, that's another proficiency is fulfillment coaching, but where you're pulling both left brain and you're accessing right brain. Mm -hmm. um, then we also have a proficiency around coaching the physician leader. And this is another unique thing about physicians, whether you're uh, in a two-person practice, a 200-person practice, or a you know 2,000 person practice, just about every physician is asked to participate as a leader in some way. You know, it might be a, your, it's your turn to be chair of the committee or your turn to be chair of the department, but every physician is tapped on the shoulder to take some kind of leadership role. So we make sure that we cover some coaching proficiencies around coaching the physician as leader. So that's the third proficiency. And then the fourth proficiency is um, coaching around career expansion and resilience. And again, I use the term expansion because I, I think that physicians limit themselves and how they think about their career and how they think about themselves as physician, as doctor. Um, and for every physician, you know, it's not enough, you know, even if you are fulfilled and you're doing mindfulness practice at work and you feel like you're a Zen, you know, a monk at work, there's still the fact that you have invested uh, perhaps a hundred 200,000 in your career and your medical school and uh, physicians want to feel good about where they are with with their career and so having some coaching tools to support physicians to get to a point either in their career or their head where they feel quite satisfied where they are right now with the career part not just the the uh, what I call the zen of work the zen at work um, and then the third, the sixth, I'm sorry, the fifth area, the fifth proficiency is around personal growth and transformation. Mm -hmm. You know, when I, you know, when I have a, a physician who comes to me for coaching, I, my intention for them always is that they will go through a transformational experience that uh, not only will they find joy in the coaching process and joy in their life, but they will truly be living from their core values, living from inside out, which a lot of coaches will recognize that phrase, but they'll, they'll really be in tune with who they are, their authentic self. And, um, and so that's another set of tools and structures that we, we introduce. And then finally, the sixth proficiency of the program is all about developing a coaching program. Mm. That's one thing that I have learned over the years that physicians really appreciate. They, they want to know that you've got a structure a methodology and an approach that's going to get them from where they are right now, which is, you know, what I call point A. Maybe they're feeling unhappy, dissatisfied, underappreciated, maybe underpaid, 
to where they want to go. So point B is optimistic, joyful, uh, engaged, uh, happy, fulfilled. And, you know, they want to know that you have some method that you're going to get them there from point A to point B, that there that isn't just going to be some loose, loose, loosey goosey thing. They, they want to know that you have given some thought to their situation, that you have some specific tools and structures uh, that's going to get them there. Wow. And no, it's really amazing to end up at the programs and, you know, and so you're able, so it's not just, you're not just teaching coaching. I, I mean, I love what you just did. You, you mapped it all the way out and uh, it's really helpful for the listener to hear those because now you are being very specific about the types of skills that are necessary, mm-hmm. right. You know, all the way through. And there's, you know, it's, it's, it, I'm, 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 thank you for doing this interview with me. <laughs> So it's really nice to hear you talk about the work. I mean, everybody should know that you do, you know, every, what, twice a month you do, a, you know, you do some, a webinar that people can join. That's right. right. Yeah. We do an orientation webinar just about twice a month. Yeah, yeah which is, a, I've done, and it's a wonderful, you know, you know, you really get to, you, you know, it's not what we're talking about. I mean, there's a little bit of this, but you, you sort of frame the bigger issue of, uh, of the challenges of the healthcare industry right now and finding your way welcome to the, the city noises here um you know finding you know of the opportunities of reinventing yourself that you are and but what you just did is say well these are some of the skills that you're going to need to have if you're going to reinvent yourself and then of course i would assume and i imagine and i've read your material that since it's a coaching school you're asking the stu- your students to do this work themselves Oh, absolutely. Yes, they are. They're doing buddy coaching. They're using the actual tools and structures with each other throughout the six months together. And they're not doing role playing. They're actually coaching each other. And so over the six months, it's kind of a a, a simulation. It's an example of a coaching program. So we start out early in the in the coach training with the exact same tools that we use with the physician client. And then we kind of uh, graduate to the next level of tools and then finally we're you know fin- finishing up with some of the tools that I use for coaching milestones and, and summation uh, so they are going through a coaching journey with each other uh, as a cohort so that's what I love about our cohorts too because they really bond they uh, they bond for life they several of them have formed alliances and they've delivered a coach training or excuse me they've delivered a leadership development or, or, or workshops for their organization. So it's a, it's a very uh, passionate group and very generous with each other too. Right. And, and you start with a full weekend of training and then you're doing online training using Zoom and, and electronic technologies. And then it sounds like at the end you have a completion of a, a capstone sort of completion, which is, do, do, do the, 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 the students, the participants have a kind of a capstone project or something they have to complete at the end of the course? It, it, it is, but it's, uh, uh, you know, they have to complete a proficiency portfolio throughout the six months. The right. bulk of the portfolio is the buddy coaching, which they're doing every month. So you don't save it up. You're doing it every month. Right. Uh, they also will do a, an, a, what we call an enrichment project. You can call it a capstone project. But it's not, that's actually not difficult at all. I, I, want, the, the stu- I want our coaches to be uh, kind of out there. I want them to be out there in their community. So the enrichment project is either going to be uh, something in writing, like an article that they're going to have published. Uh, in their in their uh, 
health healthcare system, or maybe an article they want published in uh, the ACPE journal, or it might be a talk that they're going to be giving at their in their health system. So there's a, a number of ways for them to meet that enrichment project requirement. Well, it's not for me, it's for them. No, I get it. Yeah, it's all for them in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's, you know, that's, it, it, it sounds like a fabulous program. So I'm glad to, it's nice to listen to you to frame it for us. Um, you know, I guess it does sort of beg the question of, you know, how big is the opportunity for coaching physicians at this moment in our time? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's actually pretty significant. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think the opportunity is, is really huge. You know, when I first started coaching, uh, so, uh, 17 years ago, longer, <laughs> um, you know, as I said, I was the only coach that I knew of. And I, uh, even though I had an internet presence, I didn't, I didn't market much. And I, a lot of my, my practice just grew organically. Um, what I find so exciting right now is how many health systems are committing uh, budget uh, and time and interest into finding coaches, not only external coaches, so they, they can bring in to coach their physicians. Uh, many health systems are developing coaches internal to their organization. Mm -hmm. So health systems know about coaching and physicians know about coaching and, and they know that coaching is a resource. It's not a punitive thing. There's no stigma with coaching. Um, and so I, you know, I, in fact, just yesterday I had a discussion with a health system that is going to develop a cadre of coaches to start coaching their medical students. They're going to start coaching them that, that early in their career, which wow. is exciting. So they're going to be, de you know, uh, developing uh, somewhere between eight and 12 coaches just internal to that one medical school health system. Wow. So yeah. I think the opportunity is big. The opportunity is big. So, you know, you know, and, and that's kind of, I mean, you're successful because you've been doing it and you're good at it and it is a big opportunity. So that you, you know, you're attracting students, you know, people, coaches who want to study with you and they're probably going off and, and, and having, you know, successful careers. I would assume it's, it's adding skills. And then of course the individuals you're working with are, are able to, 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 to reinvent and reframe the way they're showing up in their, in their roles in the healthcare industry. So it's very powerful work. Um, I, you know, I, I, your, your energy is delightful. So thank you for, for spending time with us. So we've actually spent just about an hour. So it's, uh, you know, it, it goes quickly with, uh, when you, with someone who has so much energy. So uh, I'd like to thank you for, for taking the time to share your work with us. Well, Joel, thank you so much for reaching out and inviting me to be your guest. Uh, I do hope that we see some of your audience members out there in the coaching community uh, thinking about coaching physicians or if they're already coaches to, you know, see if they can coach some physicians uh, in their health system. I, you know, I, I thank you for saying that. I really think it's, you know, it's, it hasn't been the primary focus of what we have been bringing to uh, my audience, but at the same time, I think they have the skills and they, it may be that, you know, what you, you're going to get a few people to think about what the possibilities are. And, you know, your program is not for, it is continuing ed. It's not, you know, they, they want to have some coach training. And so it is a good option for anyone who wants to expand their skills. And I think you're, thank you very much for bringing right. your presence to us.